With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Touch back from Arfield. What up, Erling? Scott Arfield. He's been threatening that recently. And all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end. What a goal from Robbie Blake! Burnley's first goal in the Premier League is something very, very special. Wade Elliott has that change of pace and he's got away from Montgomery. It's the path of McCann and the follow-up Blakeney. What a strike from Wade Elliott. A bolt from the Claret and Blue. I mean, if there's any justice in the world, Burnley would surely score from this corner. Swung right in there. Ball in there. Yes! Michael Kellan! Oh, that's justice! That is justice at the Amex Stadium! Burnley a level and deserve to be! Everybody and welcome along to the first episode of a new era, a new dawn in Burnley Football Club, a new season. Vincent Company is, of course, the new manager. So we're just going to do a stream, just like we did when Dice was sacked. Uh, just our thoughts and our opinions, really. Uh, and it'd be good to get some of you interacting. He's good. That is good. That's a good shirt to have on. I have that somewhere, but I ain't digging it out now. I ain't digging it out now till late, but that's good. Simon, original thoughts, though. Genuinely exciting. Um, you know me, I like I like sort of change and brand brands and thing. And I feel like this is a, a change in our brand of football. Um I yeah. feel like the, the whole infrastructure, the ground up, it's gonna be completely different. Um 
And I think that I, I made the point uh, earlier to my father that when we was kids, because he's only just started coming on turf, really. So I said, well, when we were kids, uh, we'd get 17,000, 18,000 in, in Division 2, as it was, which is League mm-hmm. 1 now for the newer generation. And um, now we're getting 17,000, 18,000 on in the Premier League because I feel like the football wasn't really bringing the audience anymore. Uh, it wasn't entertaining enough, in my opinion. So it might regenerate the, the fan base as well. Well, I was speaking to, um, what's he called, the Sky Sports News reporter today, and apparently we've already sold 13,000 season tickets, which he says is already more than last season. So that kind of backs up the point. I didn't even realise that either. No, I didn't until he told me. Well, that, that's exactly what I was trying to get to, because I said it's it's crazy because obviously... Before it got to the sort of nitty gritty, as you say, where we were getting to the end of the season and, and results were a must, the the all the, the fan base was is dropping, the attendances were dropping, uh, the negativity was rough, and and there was no songs, there was no chanting, there was only groans, and, and that has been sort of the the theme in the last two or three years. You know, it is easy to fall into that trap when you're in the Premier League and you're getting de- you know defeats and you're scraping a win here and there every fourth game. It's easy to sort of get bored, isn't it? But I don't know. I think it needed to happen. And I said it at the time when Dice was sacked, and I'll say it again. It was the right decision, but in my opinion, the wrong time. Yeah, if anything, I think it should have been sooner now. Uh, But that's a different debate. Um, But yeah, I completely agree. Obviously, we've seen the retain list. We've seen there's quite a lot of people leaving, including the likes of Tarky and Ben Mee, two of which I would have liked to stay, stay, especially Ben, simply because we knew Tarky were off already. but what better time than when you're losing half of your squad than to completely change the style and the ethos and the identity of the club? Um, you might as well do that now when you've lost, like I said, 50% of the squad. So I think it's a good time to to come in. It's a good time for him to come in, should I say. It's a good time for us to, to do that. Uh, and then hopefully, like I said, a new identity at Burnley Football Club. It's good to see some names in the chat. We have Simon Edmondson, who says, listen intently at work, driving my truck down near Kidderminster at the moment, up the Clarets. Um, the True Red says, very happy about the appointment of Vincent Comedy. Looking forward to his unveiling press conference, seeing his team talks at half-time and full-time and elect at YouTube. What a character. He doesn't take any crap. Um, and there you go. That, that, this, is, this is another thing. We need a song for him now. Uh, Siphon Harrison, Footy Challengers, up the claret, says, we've got Super Vincent Company, knows exactly what we need. The same chant, basically, that we have for Michael Jackson. Can we please get something different, though? Can we please get something different? But that's what you're saying, though, Simon. Hopefully, better atmosphere will lead to better songs. Oh, yeah. I, I've said this when we were desperate for his lives. I said, you know, we, we can do our part from the stands, and, I, and I'm still a massive believer in that. You can be an 11th man, as they say. But... Um, yeah, we need to back this team. And you know what? Remember the year that we won the division? I don't think we got much in the first six games. Um, if I'm right in my memory, if if not, it might have been the time that we got promoted. But we need to sort of think that this isn't going to be an overnight fix. I do do not think that Vincent Company is going to come into this team and and get eleven players because he's pretty much got to get a new first eleven, other than you know three or four, um, and make it click within the first two or three games. If he does, awesome. But I'm not expecting it. Is what my point yeah, is. Yeah, so. I'm expecting a, a Bournemouth for season maybe down there consolidating and then pushing on the year after. But you say that we've still got a decent span of a side there. Collins, who apparently um, has scored for Ireland tonight, says Chris P. And then Quilter, obviously our resident Irish fan, he, he's done some celebrating. And according to Jack G, he says Collins just scored a goal like a Messi solo run. F me. So it sounds like a good goal. But this is the point I'm making. Apparently. 
Burnley are expecting Pope to come back for pre-season. Obviously, stuff could happen after pre-season, but that's a positive. Even Hennessy, showing how good he is for Wales, but then you've got Collins, you've still got Roberts, you've still got Lawton, you've got Josh and potentially Jack. Um, you've got Jay as well. Obviously, yes, we've lost some big players, but a new, a brand new full eleven. It's probably a bit much, but it's gonna, you, we're going to need to bring in some new players, aren't we? Definitely a new central midfielder because obviously two of the main ones have left. So probably two new central midfielders because even in the championship, sorry for the resident Irish fans, I'm not sure I particularly want Kevin Long playing even in the championship, but definitely two. That Harewood Bellis from Sitter, he looks like a priority. Um, and I do think we need, I need a new central midfielder in as well. Um, so apparently Josh Cullen and Andalect is another one. But yeah, we are definitely going to be see, seeing some players coming in, especially when you look at the retain list and how many players are actually leaving. But I am pretty excited that players are going to want to come in and play for company. Whereas this time, two weeks ago, if you'd have said, will you sign for Burnley, but we don't know who the manager is yet, chances are somebody would have said, I'll wait, I'll give it a miss, I'll go Forest or whatever. Um, whereas now I think players will be like, yeah, all right, I, I, I like that project, I'll go and be a part of it. If we're honest with each other, I think Dash was getting to that point of where people weren't bothered to come play for Dash anymore, and that was completely well, yeah, the opposite. Perfect examples. Ryan, was it Ryan Christie who went to Bournemouth? Another lad went to Fulham. So that, again, backs up your point. Yeah, I just think that it was time for the change, uh, not necessarily the right time in, in, in removing Dash. I think it should have been a lot sooner or just might as well have persevered with it because um, yeah. ultimately we can see that it didn't do a difference to it. Um, but what uh, what would we say about the new team? And and you know sometimes new managers come in, they want to change the style of play, and you might not necessarily have the players to do that. Now, if we thought our team was anorexic in the Premier League, we've now got forty six games this season, yeah. uh, plus cup. less players as it stands. And this is a man who clearly takes the cup seriously. Um, did, did he win the League Cup over there? Got got to the Belgian Cup he final. Got, so I've been told. Yeah. So, and then you think to yourself, like, well, obviously he's going to probably try and take that seriously as well. Uh, this is a man who's used to winning things. He wants to win things. Um, I think that we need to bring some of them players back as much as we can. Like Vidra and, and J-Rod up top in the Championship, We will, I think most people would be happy with that. Most clubs would be happy with that. Yeah, obviously but, the only issue is Vidra's probably going to be out till November. Exactly. And then Westwood was my next point. A great midfielder. Well, he's definitely yeah. good enough for us, but he's not back till Christmas. Um, I thought his contract had run out. Is he still here then? I'm not sure because he wasn't on the release list. But neither was yeah, Jack Cork. Good point. He wasn't on the re- on the retain list. But again, neither was Jack Cork. But obviously, Jack Cork still may yet be staying. Um, so maybe a... West is a similar sort of position. Well, that retain list was a just a release list, weren't it? I didn't understand that one at all. Yeah. Um, Essentially, yeah. So it was bizarre. I never really commented on who the keeping or who the resigning. But um, yeah. So then you've got, like you said, if you could make a team around. You know, Vidra and Jay up top when they fit. You know, get a couple more strikers in, hopefully, because you still got Barnes. Who we, let's be fair, mate. We might not have had this fan base in the Premier League, but we still, we still should think he should do something in the Championship. I think um, so. Yeah, I think so. And then you've got um, your midfield. You got. I think we need to keep court. I think that's essential, in my opinion. I think he was our, one of our best players in the last four or five games. Yeah. Um, in the bit just before Dash got sacked. He was uh, one of the best players in that two or three games he came in where I think we won two, Drew. Yeah, that February resurgence and then Dash has dropped him again. Bizarre. So we nef- definitely need to try everything we can to keep him because if we don't, somebody else very high up in the championship uh, will might take him. And I feel, yeah, that I feel that would be a negative. Um, my only concern 
is that we haven't made forward movements now because I know that we hadn't announced company and I know they said, oh, well, we're still doing a lot of work behind the scenes to get the men when company comes. But in my opinion, does it? if you know it's coming, what does it matter? Just get the people over the line. Like I'm seeing some of, some people like signing for Borough and I'm seeing yeah. players that I think, you know, what? I want a man that in myself. Um, we, I think well, that we need to get going like tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't feel like I want to let it anymore. I agree. I agree in that sense. It's taken so long to get it over the line. There's been rumours of work permit issues, rumours of um, backroom staff issues. Um, some of the stuff I heard today was it just wasn't announced so quickly uh, because of um, respect to Anderlecht, something that Vincent Company himself didn't want to do. Um, but yeah, apparently we have been working behind the scenes. So fingers crossed, you know, they couldn't announce anything because of if it was a work permit issue because of that or because there was no manager and they knew the backlash would be, well, who's making the decisions here? Because that's what a lot of the stuff that I was saying. So who knows? Um, it looks to me like there's going to be a lot of incomings this summer simply because of the retain list and how very few players we have and how very thin, as you call it, anorexic the squad was in the Premier League. And now it's going to be even more anorexic um, in the Championship. So I'm expecting a lot of incomings. I... I a lot of people have go, oh, but we've got no money, so what are we going to do? But I've seen some stuff today that says the loan repayment isn't anywhere near as bad as um, people were saying originally. Apparently, it's only a 15 million payment that needs to go back this season rather than 65 million quid. Um, so, yeah, it's I'm expecting a lot of incomings. I just don't want to see too many more outgoings. Um, but like I said, Pope and Dwight McNeil, Dwight McNeil is expected to come back on Monday. Uh, and the club are expecting Pope to come back after another I two or three weeks because of his holiday. Dwight being on anybody's wish list in the Premier League, if I'm brutally honest. Big horse. I don't get where he's going to go, apart from unless he goes to Besiktas because the Turkish league is terrible. But where's Dwight? I mean, Dwight yeah. McNeil's not going to go abroad. No, not so, in my opinion. But I gen- genuinely don't think, and this is not... So I'm not want to diss him out because I do think that I want. I would rather him be in our starting eleven next season than someone else's. And yeah. it's ultimately comes down to figures, mate. And most clubs these days run on statistics. And if you've got no assists and no goals, I want him to have a 46-game season. I want him to drop down a division, get that confidence back, because we know he's a confidence player. We've seen what he can do. And last season, it was almost like it was the day that Charlie Taylor was not fit to play as left-back at the time because he had a long stint out, if you remember. I can't remember how many weeks it was, sorry. But he, uh, as soon as he went out, it was like... He'd lost a leg. Honestly, it was it that, that overlapping run. I didn't realize how much he relied on it because all of a sudden he's coming inside now, and it just wasn't working. He changed his game, um, and I want to see him get his confidence back because he, he has got the ability. As England under twenty one saw it, England first team saw it. They like, brought him into training, didn't they? Yeah, but, a few seasons ago it was class, but yeah. whatever reason, whether Dice shackled him down 100%. and then he couldn't really find his form again under Jackson. Even though I do think it was a little bit better, he was taking more shots and stuff. Of course, like you said, he still didn't get any. Um, goals or assists but who knows he could work well under under Vincent Company. but I do want to have a look at the Vincent Company style of play um, if I can quickly find it um, this is what this website says here as it loads onto your screen there we go um, Company's tactics include smooth quick passes in the midfield one twos around the penalty box to set free dangerous attackers and freedom for technical players like, you know, here at Lord of Pre- I'm not going to try and pronounce them, show their skills. However, one of the defining characteristics of company's play style is the use of a back three in a build-up. But he doesn't play a back three. He plays a back four. But then when the ball is there, it becomes a back three, uh, is, is the best way I can, I, I, can, I can explain it. This might actually sound a bit better. 
Company's back three is rarely composed of three centre-backs, which is just what I was trying to say, since it almost exclusively plays a 4-3-3 or a 4-4-2. Last season, 2021, he mainly employed 4-3-3, but this season, obviously 21-22, he's favouring a 4-4-2. For this article, I will mainly discuss Company's 21-22 build-up. But yeah, that's a sort of interesting sort of... I won't go into it too much, because if you want to read it, I'll tell you what, I'll quickly put it in the comments now if, if you do want to read it yourselves. But this goes more into the fact that Vincent Kompany plays sort of like possession-based football, but it's slow possession-based football. He plays, um, as I've just said, a 4-4-2 or 4-3-3, but with a back four. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how that develops. And apparently he relies a lot on attacking fullbacks. So Taylor and Roberts, two very good attacking fullbacks. And, you know, Lawton's no... Yeah. And Lawton's still quite good at going forward. If anything, he's still quite good at defending as well. So I do feel like I do feel like the current fullbacks we have will work under company. Hundred percent, mate. I mean, uh, Charlie Taylor again never really had a chance to get himself to full fitness. He was always running on half on a half tank, if in my opinion, when he got back from that injury. So we know what he can do. Roberts on the right. I mean, I was very impressed with Lawton playing as a centre back. And if we need some free centre halves, yeah. um, there's a position there for him as well because we ain't really got any, have we? But um, I think that this slow build-up play, it's like if you watch Man City, you know, the modern-day football, they they want to sort of strangle the game as much as they do want to sort of score four or five goals. They want to strangle the life out of the team running around trying to chase the ball. So maybe you'll play like that. Who knows? But I'm very excited for it because I, I feel like we need a new brand um, because it's just... I don't know. I'll tell you what peeves me more than anything is when other fan bases are just they wanted rid of us out of the Premier League um, yeah and that just honestly like I don't know what they wanted from us we had no money we had certain type of style of play and that's how we stayed in that division but it would be nice to almost be sort of like looked at like them other clubs are do you know the ones that sort of come up and like Brentford, for example, weren't much better than us, but everyone loved no, them. Brentford, were... play, Brentford played a very defensive style of play, very long balls. But they, exactly. but then Brent, Brentford were going down until they signed Ericsson, and he, being the middle man in the in the in the middle, obviously oh, in the middle of the field, it. yeah, he he was fantastic. Orchestra, That's why they set up in the end. But I completely agree with you. I said the same on Sky Sports today. I, I don't like the fact that we was called yard dogs. I don't like the fact that we was called long ball Burnley. Who's going to kick ten bells of shit out here? Yeah, I want us to be labelled as. Because Brighton are no bigger than us, but they played a different style of uh, style of of play, so they're they're quite well thought of. Palace probably a similar size, maybe a little bit bigger. Again, they're quite well thought of, especially this season under. Um, yeah, exactly. So, so since yeah, the change yeah. of manager, Vieira, that's it. Yeah, so uh, that that I do feel like we can be like that, but it's I do think it'll gonna it's it's gonna take it's gonna take a couple of seats. I don't. I, I agree with you. We might not necessarily go up this season unless unless it just clicks. Which you know, with so many players coming in, but it's it's such a long season. We could have a slow start. Forest, for example, as a Forest fan in the yeah, chat, I think they lost yeah. the first six, or, or or they were bottom of the league after six games, should I say? And then they just went on a massive run. So even if even if you know we don't have that bad of a start and we're mid table, and then we're going on a really good run, we can still sneak into the into the top four, top six. So um, yeah, it's it's one of them. But yeah, um, I'm very to interested and excited. To be fair, how many clubs get a new manager and have a completely blank canvas to work with? We've not got really many examples that we can say it's a it's a good thing or a bad thing to be at this position. Um, I can't think of many managers that have come in and said, listen, you've got five players to start the season with. Um, yeah. So it might, 
be one of the, it might be a new revelation for managers to come in and say, right, let's start from complete scratch rather than square peg round all in some players. I think, I can't wait to see if it works. But like I said, it might not work in the first five or six games, but it's important as a fan base. We just try and remember how, how difficult of a championship is actually is, you know what I mean? Because we all know it's hard. Yeah. It's one of them, though. It, it's the, the amount of games and playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday is a slog. Like, I am not looking forward to the Tuesday night games. There's one thing I hate. It's being on the turf at 9.30 in the pissing down rain, enjoying nil-nil against Luton, for example. That's why I'm, that's a part of the reason why I'm not looking forward to this season. Uh, that's no disrespect to Luton. Um, but it's we've kind of been... What's the word? Spoiled over the last few seasons. I've only yeah. been, obviously there's still I've night games, that. but you know there's still night games. But I, I just I just hate I hate being on the turf on Tuesday night when it's freezing in the middle of winter. So that part of it is a slog, but I don't think the quality in the championship is as good as it used to be. So I no, do I think agree with that. Look at Blackburn for example. All right, they had finished like what eighth or tenth last season, but they were top for a lot of it, and they're shy. They've got one and a half good players. Well, they burnt out, didn't they? But that's the anorexic remark that I made earlier, that their squad, yeah. squad weren't big enough either to deal with the games. Um, but I'll tell you a funny story that I remember. I remember when, obviously, Dave Jones was at Burnley and he used to get like frustrated that the Owen Coyle side that went up got more talked about than the one that went 23 undefeated at the time yeah. he was there. Because, But like you said, this brand of football that Owen Coyle played, you know, love him or hate him, was probably more exciting than the one that Dash played that was compl- that was statistically more effective. Yeah. So it is who knows, but I can't wait to see company. I can't see company being a defender as such a good defender, um, letting us open up and, and be too expansive at all. No, I, I, I don't think we're going to play in an in a coil style. Uh, I'm trying no. to think of the best way to describe it, but it's it's I think it's Mourinho, yeah, it's it's yeah, tight. That's that's probably a good way of saying it, but it's a lot of possession based stuff rather than because uh, we've been used to sitting back and getting the ball and then just trying to instantly attack or twatting it up to Woody or Vegos. You know what I mean? Wow. So, oh. I, <laughs> but it's not going to do that anymore. It's it's going to be a case of build from the back. Yeah. But that that we're, I, I'm a bit you know me I'm a bit anxious with stuff like that. And when they're messing around with it at the back, I'll be get rid of it. So I'll have to get used to that for a bit. But I'm still excited to see it. Oh, 100%, mate. Everyone will be nervous of it. 10 years of a certain style of football being changed is a, is a nervous thing for everyone. So, yeah. Uh, but you just got to take it on the chin. And like you said, I think this we've been spoiled, mate. Six years of the Premier League. We, every year for the first two or three years, we're like, right, just survive, just survive. And then obviously we got to Europe and then the mindset shifted and the mm. pressures got different and, uh, and the expectations got better. And, and then the generation, you've got to remember as well that if you're 18... Um, to twenty summer, you've seen majority of your fan base as as a, as a Premier League club. Um, yeah. So you know things are things are going to have to be reset. Yeah, it's a great point here from Flyover Fred. Though he has Fulham walked the championship, but they lost ten games. We lost ten games in two full championship seasons under Dash, and that's what I mean. I, I don't feel like the the quality is as good as it used to be. So if we can, I'm still good about Ben Me because a, a back five of Charlie Taylor. Ben Mee, Nathan Collins, Connor Roberts, and Nick Pope. That would have been probably one of the best back lines the Championship's ever seen, especially the two in the centre defence and, of course, the goalkeeper. So I'm still good about Ben. So if we bring in a good central defender, then it's it's going to be one of them. It's going to be one of them where I think we can rely on our defence because he isn't going to be uh, the type of player that uh, the type of manager that makes us open up, but he is going to be the type of player that 
probably has good midfielders and the midfielders help out the defence and things like that. And as we said, they build from the back. So it's going to be interesting. But there's another point here from GOW that I do quickly want to mention. He says, I just hope he knows how to sort the defence like Dice most of the day. Can't be having a season like under Howell 5-4 every week. He was the captain of Manchester City who played in the central defence. So I think I think it's pretty... Yeah, I think we can say it's pretty nailed on that he knows how to organise the defence. But yeah. Yeah, that's like pretty much what I was trying to say, you know, with the expansive football, the possession-based football. Yeah. I don't feel like we'll get caught out and and concede too many like that anyway. But there will be games where it happens. Um, but fucking hell, mate, there's going to be so many games, that, to be fair, isn't there? There's 46 games in, in just a general season. And um, how many good away days are there going to be? It's going to be... Like, I uh, think the fan base is buzzing for this and I think it's going to regenerate the... The away days again because they got yeah pretty stale. I, I yeah they got stale because it's the same teams every year isn't it you know what I mean like it was weird that me, me and you normally will go to pretty much every single northwest yeah. game I think we went to one northwest game this season um, and the one at the the main game that I look forward to all season were Brentford all right we got tanked on it but that's because it were a new ground and a new stadium that I'd never been to before so it's it's one of them but yeah it's I hate playing Blackburn though so I'm not looking forward to that but. You know, Blackpool's your Prestons, even even if they're beaters, yeah, we're pissed off. They don't hurt as much. So I don't really mind playing them. But what your thoughts ahead of the season then? Is it one of them of top well, I'll put it, top I, ten consolidate and then push on the year after? No, I'd, I'd be very sort of deflated if we didn't. I mean, obviously, I don't know how it's going to start the season. That that I'll probably make a better decision towards Christmas, as everybody will. But um I, I genuinely want us to try and push on for an immediate bounce because I think that the damage it could do for every every year that we stay in this division, the harder it will be to get out of it. And I spoke yeah. to footballers that have been in this division for for years, and and they agreed that you know two two years in this division, three years, you, you're not you're no longer a Premier League club in the division. You 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 you're a Championship club, and that's the type yeah. of players you're going to attract, type of managers you're going to attract. And I'll, I'll ask to the audience, like the people watching now, you know, you Blackburn have just announced their manager. We just announced our manager. Blackpool have have they announced it? Sure no, uh, if they have, I've missed it. But I know no, that Duff's gone to Barnsley, so it's yeah. Well, Duff. that's what made me think that Blackpool. Anyway, but my question is, like, out of all the options that you have available, Vincent Company, Duff, who's gone to Barnsley, I know they're in the lower division, and uh, Blackburn, who, who would you have wanted in that selection? And, and mine would obviously have been Vincent Company. I'd have been yeah, much well, happier with him. According to reports, he's the highest paid manager in the championship, you know. So it, we're obviously pushing the ball out. And that again goes back to the point that the finances that people are trying to say are all doom and gloom obviously aren't as bad as they're going to be. But the dynamics change this season, though, isn't it? Because we were the smallest or one of the smallest clubs. We definitely weren't the smallest, but we were one of the smallest clubs in the Premier League. And, you know, we were always backs against the wall. Whereas now, we're going to be the biggest scalp, in my opinion, in the Premier League. Because look at the other two that have come down. Norwich and Watford, who were in it the year before. We've been in the Premier League, like I say, for six seasons. So we're, we are going to be the biggest scalp. Now there's no real big sleeping giants in the Premier League, like your Forest and your Leeds and your Villas. We are easily the biggest scalp in the Premier League. So we are going to be 100%. going to these places with you know the pressure on us. But it's one of them, can we build a team that handles that pressure? But I think Vincent Company is a manager that has seen it all as a player oh, and yeah. therefore should be able to handle these sort of pressures. That's exactly the point I mean of being a Premier League club at the minute will be seen as a Premier League club in the Championship, you know, so new newcomers to the Championship but still a Premier League side. Yeah. Um, and, and financially and the managers, like I said, we'd be attracting the type of managers that Blackburn are attracting. The longer we stay in this division, the less we're going to attract certain calibre of people. 
And and I yeah. think that we need to try. If we don't get to playoffs this season, I'd see that as a failure, even though we've only yeah, got five I agree. players. I agree. GLW does say top six as a minimum, in yeah, my opinion. I agree. I, I'd, I'd agree with that. I would like to be towards the top end of the top six. If we'd have kept Ben Me, I think... <clears throat> sorry. Uh, if we'd have kept Ben Me, I, I were pretty confident of going up. Now, now it's all about who we sign as his replacement, because I don't think Kevin Long's good enough still, even if we're in the championship. If Collins... With was stays, which I think he will be doing. Um, was alongside Ben Me, I'd be very, very confident. But it's it's going to be one of them that we need to bring players in. But what's your preferred option? Like, where, where, where's your where, where do you think we should strengthen the most? Is what I'm trying to say. Genuinely, midfield. I feel like you know, it's a we have a makeshift defense that's played Premier League football, regardless of whether it's your favorite. Combination, it's played it. However, we have no midfield. We had no midfield. We had no wingers in the Premier League. And we're even shitter state now because your Lennons have gone on a free. Goodmanson's probably not back till Christmas. Again, though, a very good player in this division. Um, Dwight McNeil's not been in form. When all said and done, you're only as good as your last few games and and he's been absent. So I genuinely think that uh, midfield... And someone to take the pressure off people like Dwight. So he can be creative. He can sort of be a number if he wants to be a 10 or he can be a winger if he wants to be a winger but at the minute he's playing everywhere yeah yeah um, I agree central midfield or centre back for me because I'd like I've, I've gone on quite a lot um, missing Ben Mee is a big miss he's a leader 100%. as well obviously he's a captain um, that's a point who do you want the captain to be next season Brownhill Ooh, Collins Pope if he's still there I feel Brownhill's got a good pull in the dressing room if I'm brutally honest from what I'm yeah I yeah. feel like Brown has got a great pull in the dressing room. I think that goes a long way. Um, is he mature enough for a captaincy role? I don't know that. I don't know him. Um, good question. I'll let me have a comeback to you on that one. Collins, I think, you know, international player. Yeah. Uh, he might oh, be Quilter enough. says Collins or Brown, but obviously Quilter's going to say Collins. Uh, good to see Neil Layfield in the chat evening, mate. I tell you um, what, J-Rod, if he's starting. Yeah, it's one of them, though, isn't it? It's. Um... Thank you for the super chat, Mark. Just received that. Thank you very much. He said, did you see Collins' wonder goal versus Ukraine? Unfortunately not, mate, because I'm here doing this live. I probably should have put it on the TV behind me, but I haven't done. Um, I've got New Zealand on. What, what a bad choice. What a, I know why you've chosen that, but what a bad choice. Um, it's, yeah, it's, I, I will be watching it, obviously, the highlights when, when, I, when we finish the stream. But we've got, we've got an Irish fan in the chat called Quilter. He told us all about it and a couple of others as well. But thank you so much for the super chat, mate. I really do appreciate that. Um, Research One says, I think the captaincy will mature. Brownhill, though. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, GLW says, J-Rod captain, but it depends who stays. So he, he's agreeing with you there, Andre. I always feel that strikers are always a diff- difficult captain to have. I know there are striker captains. Harry Kane, obviously. The captain Shearer of the country, Kane. For sake. Rooney. I know, I know they exist. I know they exist, <laughs> but it's all it's always centre backs or centre offs, isn't it? Or, or even yeah, I agree. They're the usually the better but... ones, ones that can see the whole play. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, research says Jay seems very quiet. Um, maybe you'll probably be surprised to be honest there, but I, I do kind of agree with that. But a shout for Barnes, a shout for Barnes. I'm not sure I'd agree with that one, but I don't. That's because I know I don't. I know he's not going to be playing that much. Um, he's not I think when you saw much. when Jay scored that goal a few few games ago and he was on his knees and he was sort of like almost like he was crying into his hands. Um, yeah. I feel like that look, especially all these local derbies, the 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 locality of being a Burnley lad, I think it, that could be imperative. Sort of like I think it's very important when you've got people like 
uh, and a whole new team coming in to sort of keep that local aspect there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Neil Layfield says Lawton. Yeah, if he plays, but but I don't know if he's got as much of a pull in the dressing room, if I'm brutally honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ryan Taylor says... He's very quiet. Yeah, he's quiet in person as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Ryan Collins says, I'll give it Taylor, Pope or Wester. Um, That's another point, because there's a lot of of players being mentioned We've we've all named the squad here, lads. Yeah, and and (laughs) Simon Harvey's even put, we've still got Corny, remember? And this is what made me... Exactly, this is what made me me think about this. Um, We've spoken about how players will now probably, or more than likely, to want to come and play for Burnley. But there's also players now who might be leaving, like your Popes, your potential Dwight's, even though I don't think anyone's going to be interested in him. Your Corners, definitely not your Vegor, so he can fuck off after what he said. But these sort of players now will see somebody with a pedigree of Vincent Company and they might want to stay. So do you think they're more likely to stay now? Um, yes. I still go back to my original comment at the end of the season of, of do I want them to stay? Um, I said no to Vegos then. I said yes to Corney, but I don't think we'll get a season out of him. I think we'll get a third of a season out of him, if I'm brutally honest. Yeah, he's not, it, he's, it, 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 he struggled in the Premier League, didn't he? Oh, he's, so, he's, he's worse than Gumbinson for like a calf injury, especially. And even in the game, you know what I mean? Even when he's fit, he's walking around like he's injured. Yeah. So I don't know if we get a season out of Corney. So if we could bag him, if we could bag 15 million to get someone else, I think that'd be a good idea for that division. Interesting, interesting. Uh, don't necessarily disagree with it though, especially if we even make a bit of a you know a bit more of a profit on him because what did we bring him in for 12 and a half summer? I can't remember, or over it 15. I think um, he'd do very well in a certain style of football, and and I don't think the championship will suit him at all. Yeah, well, imagine if he plays his first game of the season, you know, it's looting away, is it Kenilworth Road? He's thinking, What the fuck is this? What a shit all, and then someone goes straight through the back at him, he's gonna be like, Nah, this ain't for me, this is not yeah. for me. Um, but uh, the, the Forest fan in the chat, True Red, he does say Pope could be leaving to join us. Now, I don't know if you were in the chat earlier on, mate, but I was speaking to the Sky Sports reporter today who spoke to people at the club who said they're expecting Nick Pope to come back when he's... Because he's obviously away with England at the minute. So I think everyone else is reporting back on Monday, but Pope will get an extra two weeks. So the club are expecting him to come back. Now, obviously, things could still happen after that, especially if you push up your interest. But apparently, because of course, Samba might be leaving... Um, which seems strange. I don't know why he wants to leave after you've just been promoted, but each to their own. Um, but Southampton as well, they've just lost Forster. He's gone to Tottenham, so apparently they're Sam Johnson, around Tommy as well. There's, there's... Yeah, there's, I'm there's about plenty if we, available. If we, uh, yeah, if Sam Johnson, mate, he could still do a job in, champ- in Premier League if uh, Forrest lost, wanted to go win. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Eaton, like you say as well, I know he's been second or third choice for a few years now because he went to United. But he'd still do a job at a good size club. Yeah, yeah. Well, he got injured, didn't he, last season? And then he's only had one season on the bench, technically. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Collins says I'd 100% take Heaton back. That's interesting. Or... Go on. I've heard he's going Burrow, isn't he? Is he? Mm. He's gutted if he is. I don't, I don't like Burrow. Don't like Burrow. Um... I, I read that on Twitter, by the way, before anyone thinks it's, <laughs> that is an, a, a scoop. Disclaimer. Um... Yeah. I'd, I'd have him back. Heaton or Hennessy, though? Uh, he, he, Hennessy played very well against Ukraine. He, Hennessy he, were quality. And from what right. I hear, um, the players say you can tell why he's played at the top for so long when you're watching training. He's so good. Really? Apparently, very really? good. Rad Sharma says, lads, should we go for Andre Gray as backup to bids? I'm going to no. quickly say no. 
Sam has also said the same thing. There we go. Let's move on from that one. Um, but yeah, ooh, he struggled at QPR. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, we've mentioned who we're going to... That's it. If You said you want a central midfielder. Is there any central midfielders that you would like to see come in? Because, of course, we've been linked you know with what? Josh Cullen at Anderlecht. And obviously, Did Vincent will know him very well. Someone else has told me about this Josh Cullen, a, a footballer. I can't even remember it well now, but someone else has told me he's meant to be very good. And he'd be yeah, surprised he if he didn't come. He um, I have not watched him play. I haven't done much research on what kind of players I want. I've looked more into um, just trying to get this manager over the line. I would be very sort of excited to to go into the loan market and start using that properly now. So yeah, you know, that could be interesting because, of course, Dice didn't really like it, did they? No, it but there's some. I'm sure the City players that are more than capable of playing at, top, at bottom champ, Premier League, if not top Championship. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd be excited to see names that I've never thought of uh, instead of you know 30 year olds that have been around the block a bit. I'd, I'd be excited to see new exciting names that I've not even looked at. Um, I read an article at the end of the season that Rida Cadro, who I know from obviously playing for Blackburn, he was on loan, had a great season at Blackburn, um, was wanted by Anderlecht when Vincent Company was there. Interesting. Interesting. So but I, I don't know much about him other than the fact that he's got a very nice haircut. So what sort of <laughs> style of player does he do? He's very sort of... A, he wears his socks like Grealish, I'll tell you that much. Oh, that's um, yeah, but he's that very might sort of... work. That might work in the new Burnley, though. This is what I mean. I immediately thought, nah, that's not Burnley, but this is now a new Burnley, so a, a, a flashy git like that might work. Yeah, no, he's very sort of fa- apparently he's, he's electrically fast. I've, I never yeah. watched him because he played for Blackburn, but um, the, the lads who I caught air for did say he was very fast and very good. He's hoping to go in the Premier League next season, let's put it that way. So if we get him, I think it'd be a good move. Yeah, Jake Mayer says Cullen and Knight would be great, uh, but then research says don't think Knight is likely because there's been no real links. Uh, this is another one I've seen as linked with quite a lot. Scott Twine is young and has resale value. Um, is he the? I think he's the MK Dons lad, isn't he? Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, Quilter says we've been linked with Cullen and a lad who's a Belgian under twenty one that looks good. I'll rock up to the I'll rock up to the turf drapes in the tricolour if we sign Cullen. Obviously, the Irish play. Uh, not the French tracker, obviously. But yeah, Cullen is obviously Irish and obviously there's links as well there with uh, Collins and people like that. Um, so it's interesting. But for me, I, I, I think I think we need to keep Cork, as you've said, maybe bring Cullen in as well. Uh, and a centre-back is probably a very, very, very close behind it in terms of priority, simply because I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm not the biggest fan of Kevin Long. It's, it's weird with Kevin. Do you think he'll do all right in the championship, Kevin Long? Do or do you still not... think it's probably a little bit too far for him still? I think if we're honest with each other, we, me and you spoke about this when we were, you know, before relegation. And I think it was you that definitely said, I think it was definitely you, to be fair, that you said that you wouldn't see him in the bottom end of the championship if you're honest with yourself. And I, I can't yeah, disagree I with that. I, I, was, I used to work at Bradford City and I, I just there were some defenders there that I thought were better than him at the time. And, and that's when they were crap. And you know, right, they're still a bit crap, but not crap as they used to be. Um, Look at Bailey Peacock Farrell, you know, he went down to Chef Wednesday. I feel like that's a kind of standard, you know, like a big club in a lower division than the championship yeah. or um, like a Luton or something, maybe, yeah, in this division. Yeah, but yeah that's what Gio says. Get two centre-backs in, we need 100%. I'd get rid of Long, save a bit of wages. He can't be on that much, to be fair. I know he's been here for oh. ages and he probably is on Premier League amounts, but he can't be on too much. 
Even if he's on ten percent increase a season, he'll be on fucking stacks because of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll got up hundred percent since he started. Then more than that, hundred twenty percent. Ryan Collins says, "How much do you think Pace will cough up for signings versus how much do we need to spend on this squad?" Now we've spoke. I don't know if you're in the chat earlier, Ryan, but we did speak about this earlier on. Um, the fact that he's coming is a big plus towards the board for me because he's come in and said he likes to see. He's like he likes what Pace has said about the board's vision. Um, so that in my eyes says that Pace has come in, not promised him 50 million quid, obviously, but he's told him that we will be bringing players in and funds will be available. I can't see someone like Vincent Company coming in, being paid the highest, pay, being being made the highest paid manager in the championship, and then saying, right, now you've got a wheel and deal. It just wouldn't work like that. And then he wouldn't say the same One things of I, I like the board's vision. Talking. Yeah, no worries. I just, I just think that that's that's not that's not how it will work. Um, so it's one of them. Uh, Taylor Harbour Bells. We've mentioned that as well. Raj, um, I I agree. We need to get that one done. That's probably more likely to be a loan, though, isn't it? Which you know, isn't the worst thing in the world. I would like to see us sort of like try and use the loan market more, as Simon says. Um, there's a lad called Delap as well, which is obviously Rory Sun who plays at City. Uh, he's another one. Uh, I think. I'm not sure what position he plays though, but I know he's got quite a high pedigree and stuff. Uh, Research said, I have seen this actually. Nixon said that Bellis is, is the main priority um, that we're coming in. So it, it might be, it might be close, but they're the sort of players that I'd be looking for if I'm going to be brutally honest with you. And then finally, well, I'll say finally, I'll, I'll have a bit of a wrap up before when Simon comes back if he has, ever, ever does. Oh, he's a striker. Cheers, lads. Uh, but yeah, we do need another striker coming in, don't we? With Vidra being out until November, Jay being quite old, Barnsley being quite old. Um, so yeah, I, I wouldn't mind us bringing in uh, a striker, but I want to know if you're happy because I asked this question and I do feel like the general gauge of, um, actually, I just, I just seen a comment I do want to chat about. We should have kept Jimmy Dunn instead of Kevin Long. I agree with that, but we all know that Kevin Long wanted to stay. Jimmy Dunn didn't want to stay. Jimmy Dunn wanted to leave. There's nothing you can do, um, when a player wants to leave, um, Quilter says, do you think we'll promote any youth? I don't know. Is, is Vincent Company the type of guy that likes to play youth? Someone might know more than me on that. Um, but I do think now that we're in the championship, the, the players might be, sorry, the youth players might be a bit more, uh, what's the word? I think their level will be a bit more the championship. I think that um, some of them probably weren't good enough for the Premier League, but might be good enough for the championship. What's saying? That brings on, on nicely to a comment that Jake Mays just said, I think Bommy. Bobby Thomas is a good replacement for long. I do think Bobby Thomas might get a few shouts um, this season. So I'm pretty excited to see that. But I put a poll out on the Turfcast Twitter today. Um, if you do want to uh, take part in these sort of polls, if you don't follow us on Twitter already, then you can do. And I just wanted to gauge the, the excitement of the fans. And it's coming up on your screen there. Let me know in the comments below if you are, if you think Big Fins will be a success at Burnley. But according to our Twitter users, as you can see there, 95% of 578 votes thinks that he will be a success. And bear in mind, I've had a lot of Blackburn fans commenting on all my stuff today because they've been pretty much obsessed with it, laughing and taking the piss. I don't know what they're taking the piss out of because they've just employed a nobody. Uh, well, he's not a nobody, but you know what I mean, compared to Vincent, he is. Um, so a lot of them votes will be them taking the piss. So that just, I think I think the general gauge amongst Burnley fans is he will be a success. And looking at the sort of comments that we've seen so far, it's good to see Simon back, um, is that it will be a success. And, and the success does tend to feel like top six minimum. Simon, I'll bring you in before I bring in all the fans in. 
Um, you think it'll be a success then? Under, yeah, hundred percent. I just think certain people are winners, um, and I, I don't know if we'll get the success that we want. It meaning like going up straight away, maybe even winning the league or whatever. I'm not sure if if we'll get the success um, that obviously people call success. But uh, I do think that this guy is, is a winner and he will be successful. Hopefully, it's as about Burnley manager. But yeah, I do think he will. Yeah, it's like I said, people are saying it's a risk. And I agree it is a risk. But Dice was a risk. If we'd have appointed Wilder, that would have been a risk. 100%. Anybody else, the, the lad that Blackburn have just appointed, it's a risk. But it's also a risk for company. And it tells me a lot that somebody with his pedigree is willing to come in and play under Pace. Pace gets a lot of shit, and especially from the Facebook crew. But I think, I think it's a big feather in his cap that he's managed to get this done. You, um, you you can't say it any better than that, mate. It's a risk for both parties, but I can guarantee you now that majority of the people on this uh, stream now and listening later on will can cannot possibly tell me that they was happy when Sean Dash was appointed. I remember that I wanted Ian Holloway um, because <laughs> it, at the time he were doing well for his I know he was out of a job and he was favourite. I think he even had an, an interview and. and Probably did, because it slashed the area at the time, didn't it? He lived in the area. I used to see him at Crowwood all the time, back at day yeah. when I was under 21, so I could afford Crowwood, I can't anymore. He, uh, yeah, well, this is it. And to be fair, Jim's more expensive now uh, than Crowwood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I remember I wanted it another way. And my point, going back to it, is that I didn't want Dash, and I was almost, I was genuinely probably disappointed, if I'm honest with myself. Yeah. It's, I, I didn't happened. really know much about him, and I was I, well, it's so long ago, I was still quite young, so I didn't really have much emotion about it. But I remember wanting him out after about six months because I think we we're like 18th in the championship and we didn't really do very well. But of course, the season after uh, we went up, uh, one of the final few questions get some more questions here before we do wrap it up. GOW says, Do we think Vidra walks back into the team when he's fit? I don't think we have time to find a striker as well. Only two fit at the moment, unless Maxi stays. It's one of them with Vidra. It depends who we bring in. I do think we've got we've still got quite enough time before the transfer window shorts. It shuts on thirty first of August. Normally there are thereabouts. So yeah, I, th- yeah. I do think we'll bring a striker in. I do think we'll bring I a striker in. But so. again, I... with Vidra, it depends who who is at the club. I think Vidra walks in if he was fit today. But I still yeah. think we'd have time to find another striker because. Surely, like an Anderlecht striker that he's worked with that thinks he knows can score, or someone he's worked with in that division is is more than good enough to come with us. If he's good enough for company to come to Burnley, then the players are also going to be good enough to come to Burnley. Um, So, yeah, on that logic, I'd I'd say that we definitely have time. Uh, Yeah, I agree. is, is Is the next point. Yeah, well, there's been quite a few, obviously. We have been linked with Joe Roll before, says Dawn on tour. Uh, well, he said, surprise you lot, not linked with him. We have been before, haven't we? But I'm sure we will be again at some point, even if it is just saying it's a lazy journalism links. Go on, Sam. What that other guy called, that midfielder, Forrest, that we always wanted? Lansbury. Well, Lansbury. God, um, I'm not having more of them. Not having more of them. Actually, you know what? Do you remember that, like, Man City, obviously, we're talking about the loan market. They had that player that played in the Champions League and... Uh, cup games and, and I didn't see much of him after that but that the lap like players like that need to go out and get a run um, Gallagher from Thingy he, he went a year in the championship Mason Mount went a year in the championship um, Harry Kane played for Millwall do you know what I mean there's, there's, there are massive players that just need a, a run of, uh, of games and when uh, Lampard came, went to Derby I know he got in the playoffs and he failed ultimately in the playoffs but look what's happened to Derby since then. And look at the fact that he brought in players that are now playing for England tonight. 
Do you know what I mean? There are players out there, and if he knows them well enough, then who are we to question it? Yeah, is this the same England that are getting beat one 0 against Hungary again? What a fucking sack of shit! This is why I don't it. watch them anymore. This is why I don't watch them anymore. Fuming. Um, but uh, yeah, I want to say, Raj said, Simon, will you be offering to cut the Vincent Company's head? Not there's much That's to the cut. Second it, time it's... I've been asked that since he's been appointed. What are you going to do with it? Just shave it? I don't think. I, well, I'll, I'll give you the same answer I give the other person. I don't think I'll be getting much work out of him this year. I bet you, I bet you said that about David Jones at first, though. You managed to convince him to get a quiff six months later. I did, but that was an optional bowl, Ed. I don't think this one is. <laughs> I think this <laughs> yeah, is hereditary. Yeah, maybe not. Um, Jake Mayer says, used to see fans saying they didn't want their players to go to Burnley on loan. Now I see Arsenal fans, etc., saying they was trumpet, uh, trust company with their players. That's the sort of thing we've been saying, aren't we, about players are going to want to come to Burnley now. Yeah, it's a different market, my opinion. I'm for that. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, it, it is what it is. Thanks for coming on, Simon. Thanks for everyone mm-hmm. for, for joining the chat. Exciting times to be a Burnley fan. Um, I think it's going to be uh, a very interesting season, regardless um, of what happens. It's going to be interesting to see the new style of play, but I'm now very excited for the season. And over the last three, four weeks after the relegation and the fact that Ben Mead left, Tark is leaving, you know, other players have had to leave, your Lennons, your Peters, you know, I won't miss them too that much if I'm being honest with you. Um, but it's, um, I'm now excited to be back at the turf again. I'm looking forward to see who these friendlies are going to be because we've still not announced any friendlies, have we? Anybody got any information on friendlies? Because we're meant to be going to the MLS, but that's not been announced yet. So, sorry, not the MLS, to USA, but... The latest info I had was that it was cancelled, the MLS, and um, Austria or Portugal is the new. At least that's more accessible for fans. Not that I'll be going because, you know, I've just been to Santorini and Munich. So um, it is what it is. But we need some friendlies and we need some home friendlies. We need... Yeah. yeah. Even when we used we'll to go to Bure and Ake. I'm going to say Ake Stanley Ake. again, won't we? And... Well, definitely. We always play Ake. And I, I don't know why. I go every time and I think, what am I doing here? I know because we what always end up having a hor- under dash. But by the way, I wonder what pre-season is going to be like. Because remember, we'd play pre-seasons, we'd have two squads go out in two halves, and we'd get yeah. beaten so like Akistan yeah. and Bure and all that lot. And you think it's going to be shit this year? Yeah, and it's going to yeah. be shit this season. And then we win for game of season. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I hated pre-season every time under dash. We're saying with cups, right. weren't it? Just didn't care. Do you remember that time when we played? I think it was Port Vale and someone else, and another Midlands team, at the exact same time, like a, a split oh, squad. Yeah. And that Dave like, Burnley went to both games. He went to the yeah. first game for half an hour, bombed it to the next game because he's been on every game for the last 20 years. The fucking hell. <laughs> Did, do you remember when in lockdown, there were rumours that he worked ball by for there? Yeah, apparently. Apparently, it was. It's all believable. That's what some people said. I asked someone at the club who said that it wasn't. I'm not saying he's telling the truth, but I'm just saying... That's the only person I could ask the question, and he said, "No, that's not. Yeah. No, that's not true." Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, thanks everybody for watching. Thanks, Sam, for coming on. If you are just joining us or you're watching this on uh, YouTube later on, I will Good be putting it out as a podcast, like I always do. It'll be out for a podcast and in the next half an hour. Um, so thanks everyone for watching. Thanks, Sam, for coming on. And I don't know when the next podcast will be because obviously not much is happening. But I'll probably do a live stream when the fixtures are announced. Anyway, uh, whenever they are announced, so yeah, that'll be cool. that. Depending on what I might be working actually, if I'm not working, I'll definitely do a live stream. If I am, I'll do a reaction to in the day after. But thanks everyone for watching, and we'll see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.